welcome to the Reasonable Skepticism Podcast. I'm your host, DeAnthony. Today is Friday, I believe. And it is, uh, you know what, it's not Friday, it's Tuesday, I'm lying. It's Tuesday and it is March 6th, that's what it is. Tuesday, March 6th. Um, And we are, of course, recording live from Chicago. How the hell is everyone doing? Um, first off, I want to give a um, a big apology for the um, the lapse in um, episodic releases here. Um, the weekly episodic releases. I have been just completely swamped with life's um, challenges. And I just haven't really been able to... Um, sit down and um do some research and look up some stories and um bring some stuff to you guys it's just been a man it i have been going through so much shit but um i found a little crease in my schedule here and i wanted to talk about a few things that have really been pissing me the fuck off um however first and foremost let's go ahead and get some house cleaning out the way um as you all know, you can reach out to me on the various internets. Um, of course, you can go to the podcast Facebook page, which is the Reasonable Skepticism Podcast on Facebook. Um, I've been on there recently, um, went on a little hiatus, um, but I promise things should be up and running on there um, as, of, as of today. Also, if you are a... Twitter, um, on Twitter, you can definitely reach out to me on Twitter, I'm always on Twitter, I'm always making some, need I say it, awesome comments, <laughs> but, um, I'm always on Twitter, that's kind of becoming like my go-to, um, social media platform, only because Facebook is just saturated with so much, like, garbage that you can't really like get away from is like you can tell Facebook like hey I don't want to see any of these things and then they'll just like start showing you slight variations of the exact same thing so I mean I, I mean I like Facebook obviously especially for the Facebook page you know you guys can go on there for the show but I'm normally on Twitter if I'm not on Snapchat um and it's also an Instagram for the podcast that is um under construction right now so give me give me a few days or so and the instagram page should be up and running so you guys can check me out there and lastly if you guys had and girls if you guys and girls sorry let me inclusive here um and then if you guys and girls have any um death threats you'd like for me to have um, because you think I should perish for doing such a terrible job at podcasting, you can promptly forward those death threats to the email address. Thank you very much. And of course, the email address is reasonskepticpod at gmail.com. Um, sorry about that. I just got to get that out every episode so you guys know. And let's get into some podcasting. How you guys feel about some how you guys feel about doing some podcasting? Um so 
I wanted to tell you guys about this story, man. I actually saw this story today. I haven't even like wrote any notes on it, but the headline was just like, what the what? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so here's the story. I, I mean, I'm going to read it verbatim from, um, from CNN's website. Um, so this lady's name is Diana Volatich. She is a social studies teacher at, at um, Crystal River Middle School in Crystal River, Florida. Online, she was known as, quote, Tiana Dolichoff. Um, and the pseudonym was, she, was, she used the pseudonym to host a white supremacist podcast called, quote, Unapologetic. Um, and the voice, and she was also the voice behind a Twitter account that was riddled with racist and anti-Semitic posts. Right. So um, in a statement, though, her, her attorney um, said that um, she confirmed that she was, in fact, the person speaking on a podcast, but claimed her comments were, quote, political satire and exaggeration. And the persona was a hobby. Um, yeah, I, you know, I hate when 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 um, like that's a viable comeback to like disgustingly racist things being done. Like only racism allows you to say, oh, I'm sorry, I just screwed up. Like you don't get to do that for any other like serious crime. You don't get to say, oh, that was a mistake. I'm sorry. And then and then get like accepted back into civilization. Like once you're proven to be a disgusting, horrible person, um, you know, you get judged, you get shamed, you get ostracized, you get blackballed. But whenever you do something racist, you can just kind of say, hey, man, I was having a bad day and I called a guy a nigger. You know, no big deal. Right? Man, everybody does it, right? You know, I, I the guy, you know, it was just a bad day. You know, I, it was a rough week and I created a white supremacist podcast. <laughs> Everyone does it. Come on. Like, it, this shit just pisses me off to no end. Like, you can, you can just, just kind of apologize your way out of racism and it's just it's ridiculous like no one loses jobs no one loses endorsements no one loses um community support like none of these things happen when somebody is outed as a obvious racist um and you guys can argue with me all you want man because this is true i mean we can just start name and another thing that kind of goes unpunished if you just say oh i'm sorry i had a lapse in judgment it's is when men do sexually inappropriate things with women you know sexual assault or or inappropriate touching or 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 sexual harassing language or any of these things you know these two things in particular just have some cloak of immunity you know what i mean and i, I it's just it's gotten to a point where, you know, pointing out a racist means nothing. <laughs> you can, you know, the president just says just a, a blatantly racist shit. They're like, oh, it's, oh, he, 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 he says racial things. But he, I remember Armorosa was like, oh, he's racial, but he's not racist. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? How are, how is someone racial? Like, what the fuck does that even mean? You know, but I'm um, sorry. I, I went off on a tangent here. Let's. Let's get back to this. Um, what the fuck is this lady's name? The unapologetic podcast, the, you know, the white supremacist podcast here. So, um, um, quote, none of the statements released about 
my being a white nationalist or white supremacist has any truth to them. Nor are my political beliefs injected into my teaching of social studies curriculum, she said in a statement. Um, so you would like me to believe that your hobby of being a racist and a white supremacist doesn't bleed over into your actual life of being a teacher. Um, see, Uh, okay, fine. Put her back to work. She said that you know she won't be racist at work. She won't. She won't. You know, single people out for being black or Hispanic or 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 any or Jews or anything like that. She said it's only a hobby. Let this lady work. She, what the fuck? Like, how is that? Like, how did she not get laughed off of the stage when she said? I'm just a racist at home behind my computer. Not when I have absolute control over my students and, and I have and I have the ability to discriminate on them in class. I would never do it when I have every opportunity to. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, this lady, um... This lady would like us to think that none of this shit will affect her job. Um, continuing on with the story. Um, now that her alter ego has come to light, um, Volatich, Volatich, I don't even know how to pronounce this scum's name. Volatich? Volatich? Who the, who the fuck cares? I don't care about her name. But um, now that her alter ego has come to light, she has been removed from the classroom while the school district investigates her behavior. Um, investigates her behavior. I'm not sure what the what that investigation would entail. Well, you know, uh, let's see if she reached the 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 you know the uh, <laughs> let's see if she reached the nigger and the kike or the you know the the you know the spick dead the the, uh, the spick head you know the the uh what I mean like the limit and let's you know let's let's listen to her podcast and, and and if she went over the limit she's gotta go but you know you get you get twenty four niggers an episode you get you know you get twelve kikes and 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 you get and you get seventeen spicks if you if she if, if you know if she went over that I'm sorry but she has to go you know like what the what what are you, what are you investigating she admitted to being a white supremacist radio show host. I mean, do we, are we like, well, we don't believe you. We need to investigate to make sure you're telling the truth that that's you. Like, we can take her word for it. She said it was her. You know, you don't have to investigate if she's telling the truth about that. Who lies about being a white supremacist podcast host you know like, like it's not like a copycat murderer trying to take credit for murder she didn't do or some shit she admitted to it what are we investigating oh man i'm gonna get a high blood pressure with this shit man um let's read more shall we um Assistant Superintendent Michael Mullen also told CNN that she is still employed by the school, 
but does not have contact with students while the investigation is being conducted. Well, great. Don't want the the, the racist around the kids? I think that's a that's a great idea, superintendent, whoever the fuck. Um, so the Huffington Post first connected the 25-year-old teacher to her online persona earlier this week. Um, details tweeted from at Tiana Dolichov's account matched up with details of Volatich's life. And the account appeared to use a photo of Volatich as its avatar, according to the news outlet. Dolichov's online presence has now mostly been scrubbed. Um, let's read one of her posts. She, she's got a few posts. Um, one of her posts is, It isn't supremacist or hateful to prefer your own people over others. Well, yes it is. <laughs> Will you think your people are just better because of their race? I think that's I think that's pretty supremacist, Mrs. Fucking racist school teacher. Um, anything else here? Yeah, looks like that's that's one of her. Looks like she erased her entire history here. So um, let's read on, shall we? Um, on Twitter, Volatich and Dalachov, which are the same person, would tweet about the horrors of Islam and the superiority of white culture, and refer to the quote Jewish question. We all know what the Jewish question is, right? Uh, Mr. Um, what was his name? The, the, the Hitler's second in command? Um, Heinrich Himmler or something? He, you know, they handled the Jewish question pretty well, didn't they? Um, yeah, so this, so this disgusting piece of garbage says that um, the Jewish question is, quote, an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. In screenshots of tweets captured by the Huffington Post, Volatis abbreviates this as JQ, a common practice in alt-right and white supremacist circles. So apparently, um, putting JQ is a white supremacist and white nationalist and alt-right little cold word for quote-unquote Jewish question. Yeah, real real clever, alt-right. <laughs> you fooled us, the JQ. We don't know what that means, you fucking idiots. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, let read on here. Um, in a February 26th episode of the podcast obtained by the Huffington Post, Dolichov talked about being a middle school teacher in her second year, the same as Volatich, according to Citrus County Schools. Um, in the recording, she says she strives to teach her views to her students and takes a back and hold on, what the, she says she strives to teach her views to her students and take back influence in the classroom from the left. She also says she starved. No, I'm sorry. I wish. She's disgusting. <laughs> no, she's not. That's wrong. I'm sorry. I'll fuck her. She's a white supremacist. Um, she also says she staved off any suspicion by encouraging students to play along when she acted differently under the observation of superiors. I danced like a little puppet, and I waited until they were gone, she says in the recording. Posted to the Huffington Post website. Dalachov's guests talk about closet Red Ice listeners. Red Ice is a white supremacist media company that produces podcasts and videos trading heavily in Holocaust denial, ethno nationalism, and white genocide. Okay, this whole white genocide shit. So, white genocide. Um, 
well, first of all, it's just some cockamamie made up as racist shit to to mobilize the the you know the hate filled bigots to into some some scared frenzy about how they're being wiped off of the earth or some shit like that. Now, one real thing about the idea of white genocide is, you know, I can't tell you how many years, but at some point, the world will be pretty much brown, black and brown for the most part. So maybe that's what they mean by white genocide. But, you know, there's, you know, I guess you can keep teaching white kids to be afraid of blacks and they're evil and they're mean, but that shit won't work. You know, the younger generation is starting to see through that shit. Like, honestly, there are still, you know, young, hateful little dogs who, you know, go around touting this, you know, this banner of racism because their parents taught them so. But I I feel like the, the large majority of the younger generation are for the most part, rejecting all of those vile um, views on race relations. So, I mean, you can look at it as the, the fact that the population of the, especially America, is, is slowly turning brown. Um, you can call that white genocide, but that's just some, that's just some, that's the loaded fucking term. And is is. Like, genocide is killing someone. You know, we're not killing anyone. We're not, you know, forcibly killing anyone. We're just, people are falling in love or having sex and having babies with no thought to wiping out white people. You know what I mean? Like, I can see if it was a concerted effort to just have sex with this, just have as many mixed babies as possible to kill off the whites. But that's just some, con- this is some stupid conspiracy theory shit. So, I... I mean, that whole white genocide shit is just some some bait and switch shit. And people who fall for that shit are, in my opinion, pretty fucking stupid. Sorry. Um, Let's read on, shall we? So, um, quote. This is another quote from this girl. From this, yeah, this, this, this girl. I do hear from teachers all the time that are closet red ice listeners that support what we do. The guest says, another quote, well, I am obviously one of them, Dollar Chalf replied. Later in the same episode, she invokes racial biology, another popular white supremacist theory. Yeah, that old racist biology shit like, oh, whites are superior based on biology or something. But, I mean, no one is biologically better than anyone, right? However... There are certain environmental factors that, you know, coupled with a certain type of person makes them strive better in certain places. Do white people have something that, like, helps them survive better in certain environments? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not white. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's something that they have. You know, black people have anything that, you know, helps them survive in the world i mean i I don't know i mean it's i I mean i personally don't think that there's any superior race i don't think any because we're all the same when it comes down to the molecules everything is pretty much exactly the same we're we're the same species because we can have children with one another we can breed with one another we're the same 
So the racial biology shit is just it's just fuck it's old school propaganda and that shit still works with some people, man. Like if you believe that racial biology shit, don't say you believe it because it makes sense because it's been it's been pretty much proven to be inaccurate. Just say you believe it because you're racist. Just say it. Cuz it's not true. And it can be proven to not be true. If someone's telling you something is not true and you're saying, no, it is true. That's because, especially in, in the case of the racial biology, that's because you're racist. That's all. Racial biology. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah. So let me read one more, um, one more, one more, few more quotes from this, this lady. Um, quote. So many other researchers have looked into this, she says. There are races that have higher IQs than other. What the fuck does that mean? First of all, you need to look at the history of the IQ test, right? And then you will start to see some glaring inconsistencies in who's tested, what's on the test, how the score is made, who's tested, you know, it's so, it's not a, it's not like a double blind test, you know what I mean, it's biased, the test itself is biased, so how are we using, you know, a flawed methodology to prove something to be true, it just doesn't make sense, man, like, it, it's just, and it's wrong, (laughs) you know, It, it, it doesn't make sense because it's incorrect, um, Although the quote-unquote unapologetic recordings have been deleted. Oh, shit. She deleted her entire podcast? Wow. But we still got some episodes. BuzzFeed or who is that? They grabbed a couple episodes before she deleted her shit. The Huffington Post. Yeah, they yeah, they took her. They got a couple of those episodes before she, the fucking coward. See, and, okay. Can, it, can we talk about this for a minute? I, I'm going to read one more quote and I want to say something. Um, a Twitter account appearing to belong to her recently tweeted in support saying that, no, 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 I'm sorry. The unapologetic recordings have been deleted. An entry on podcast search engine listen notes identifies, identifies the guest in the February 26th episode as Lana Lochtef, one of the hosts of Red Ice. Um, and a Twitter account appearing to belong to Miss Lana Locktef recently tweeted in support of the racist, saying that, quote, she's the target of a witch hunt. See, what I'm saying is she admitted to being a white supremacist podcast host. Where's the witch hunt? Where is it? She admitted to being the person she was claimed to be. Like this shit is just doesn't make sense. You don't people are making up their own truths. We are truly in the era of post truth. It's it's ridiculous. Um and this Mrs. Lana Lotkev went on to say a little bit more here. Quote Lefties never wanted diversity of thought or opinion, she tweeted. They want leftist totalitarian rule where they police everyone for wrong for wrong think. They are delusional religious zealots who hate nature. That literally made no fucking sense at all. I'm not even commenting on that. Um, so 
my thing is this, right? I hate when people are so adamant about a belief or a viewpoint or a, you know, an ideology or any of these things. But as soon as you're outed as having these types of beliefs and views, even though you claim that they are at your core, when you are probed about it or questioned about it, you tuck your fucking tail between your legs and say, no, no, I'm not a white supremacist. Uh, no, I'm not racist. But it's like, why? You're fucking cowards. It's like racists are cowards now. They weren't like that back in the day. You know what I mean? They were proud racist. You know what I mean? Super proud, out, wearing the fucking banner of racism like a fucking a police badge. You know what I mean? But now, everybody... Nigger, you know, whispering, oh, motherfucking Jew. Like, damn, say that shit. Don't be such a fucking coward, man. It's like, I will speak loudly and openly about the ways in which I view the world. You know, I will speak bluntly and 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 without reservation about what I think is wrong with the world. You know, I'm not I'm not yelling that, you know, I think racism is a problem. And then some white person calls me out and I'm like, well, I guess racism isn't that bad. Oh, no, it's not. You know, I, I'm on a if, if if you claim to hold these views, why do you buckle in the face of criticism of them? If you know that they're true and you can prove that they're true, do that. Don't cower in the corner just because they're unpopular beliefs. I have unpopular beliefs, but but just because something is unpopular doesn't mean it's not true. In the case of this disgusting dog, they're you know they're untrue. But you know she may have other unpopular beliefs that may be true. So don't don't be cowards to all the racists out there. Don't be cowards, you know because. It's just, it's just, just, you know, you're already a disgusting person, and now you're gonna add coward to your, you know, <laughs> to your resume. So I mean, hey, just own up to your shit. I'm just, I, I, I'm just so sick of that, that, that coward in the corner. You know, nigger. Like now, man up. <laughs> Say that shit. Say it. All right. All yeah, so how many of you guys have heard of a super famous evangelical preacher named Billy Graham? Um, me either. <laughs> I never heard of this son of a bitch either, but he's dead. Yeah, sad, sad day. Billy Graham is dead. Not that sad, actually. It's actually not that bad at all. Um, when bad people die, it's okay to talk about them. You know? Like, when when Hitler died, it was okay to make fun of him. You know, if somebody's a shitty person, we don't have to mourn that they're dead. Because the people that they victimized are praising their death. And I'm sure it's some people who are fucking doing backflips off of fences... Um, out of excitement about this man's death. <laughs> um, like I said, I didn't know anything about this Billy Graham dude. Mm -mm. 
not one thing, never heard of him. Um, apparently he has, he's been in the political sphere and the public sphere for some, what, 40, 50 odd years. I mean, he's met, he, he sat and met with, um, every sitting president, um, even Barack Obama, um, because apparently he, he, he held some, some, some pretty conservative views. So it was, it, it was shocking that, you know, he even met with Obama. So, um. I was, you know, I decided to look into this guy because I just saw all this adulation for him and all this praise on social media and like Hollywood and 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 um TV stations and news outlets. Everyone was just so bent out of shape about Billy Graham. So I'm like, holy shit, this dude must have been a fucking amazing person. But I had some reservations because he's an evangelical Christian. So, I mean, how many just stand-up, amazing, goodwill, open-minded, evangelical, 99-year-old Christians do you, do, you, do you run past on a daily basis, you know? So, obviously, I had some, you know, some, some, some reservations on how, how amazing this, you know, this Billy Graham dude was. So quite naturally, I you know I looked the guy up. Um, good old Billy Graham here, and it wasn't surprising at all. He you know this guy was a he was a real ass, you know. But the thing that really shocked me was how much praise he received. Um, he never ever ever accepted gay people in any way shape or form he was adamant about the fact that homosexuality was a disease and you will burn in hell for that there's no place in the christian church for you um and and he was he was adamant about that um, and somehow, you know, once he died, he was still praised, he was still oh, he was a, you know, one person even went so far as to say he was he was in he was an exemplary human being and 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 his legacy should be you know sh- should be sought after by uh, for generation after generation every generation from here on out should should strive to be more like Billy Graham a homophobe? Like, why do you want me to be like him? I don't want to be like that motherfucker. Fuck him. You know, don't tell me to be like him. He's a piece of shit. I want to be like Billy Cramp. Get the fuck out of here. So, um, and apparently he was also a a supporter of um gay conversion therapy. Um, these practices have since been outlawed, banned, illegal. Um, pretty much in all of the civilized world is still a few places in the UK that still uses like starvation and like electroshock therapy to like shock the gay out. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. Or, or the, you know, they don't feed you. I guess, if, I guess if you, if, 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 if a woman stop eating, you know, you know, she don't want to lick vagina anymore. Like I just, I 
just don't, I don't know what the gay conversion therapy was supposed to do, but this Billy Graham dude was a fucking huge supporter of it. Um, he, he, he even has a website and on his website, he has a link to, um, little tips to, you know, to, to help you get out of your, to help you, to help you get the gay out. You know what I mean? Like all these little, little tips and tricks that you can do, um, also, another interesting thing about him, um, he he was purported to be a um um uh, uh, against he was purported to be against um, racial segregation, but apparently he was not very vocal about that. He was very very vocal about Jesus, um, um, very 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 vocal about Jesus. He loved Jesus. He loved God. But he never said very, he never said very much about um, how evil it is to disenfranchise black people. You know, because, you know, this dude was a hundred fucking years old, so he was on his way out anyway. I mean, first of all, let's be clear. It's not strange or shocking when an a hundred year old man dies, Right. Do we got to like, oh, no, what a, what a surprise. The fucking 100-year-old person died. What a fucking shock. This man is supposed to be dead. He's 100. What the, I mean, come on. <laughs> so, first of all, you know, this dude is 100 years old, but he was, you know, he was around during the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and, you know, and he was, he was pretty popular then, you know, he, he had, he had gained notoriety, you know, during the civil rights era, I believe, you know, like way back in the day. So it was just, you know, a lot of people who are, you know, critical of Billy Graham says that they just thought it was, it was kind of odd that he was so vocal about most all other issues that he felt like he, you know, should be publicly addressing. But, you know, the whole, you know, racism thing, he just, he just, he just managed to, you know, just keep his mouth, mouth closed about those things. And, um, an interesting point about this whole Billy Graham scenario, because I'm not going to talk too much about this dude. Because he was just an old fucking Christian dude. They're everywhere. And they're bad people. You know. I can cover one of these stories every day. It's so many fucking bad. Shitty. Horrible. Evangelical. Christian. Right wing. Christian dudes out here. You know what I mean. That. That you know. Go around. Claiming that they're doing God's work. But Why. Does God's work exclude looking out for the little guys? You know, God's work seems to always, always support the people at the absolute top. You know, they God's work never involves, you know, taking that stranglehold off poor people's throat. You know, God is seems like he's never too concerned with that or his work anyway. But that's off topic. The well, not really. <laughs> But it's very interesting how religion can mask itself as doing good. Like religion does a good job of masking bigotry and hatred and misogyny. Um, 
it's it's getting worse at it. People are starting to see through the smoke screen, but just seeing all of this praise to Billy Graham and you know his like his life was public. You know, his views were public. His his thoughts, his speeches, his ideas were public. So it's not like people are, you know, making up stories to discredit him. These things are verifiable. He felt this way. And he was still getting all of this praise and all of this love. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't mourn death you know everybody handles death processes death differently you know what i mean so i'm not saying that people shouldn't say oh man this kind of sucks you know rest in peace but to but to go like a step not a step further a hundred steps further you know it's and say oh you know oh billy graham was a person you should you should try to mimic your life after you should try to be more like billy graham like, come on. Religion masks its bigotry. It does. It it, it 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 hides behind God. God is standing right there, and behind him is hatred, misogyny, bigotry, sexism. Um, you name it. You name it. But God is there as a as a screen, as a you know, as as kind of a smoke screen. So it seems as if you know people are doing something based on their sincerely held beliefs, but that's not really what it is. People are actually using that institution or or that platform to be bigoted, and it's so obvious. And like I said. Like I said, it's slowly coming to the light. People are no longer falling victim to these cockamamie fucking religious stories as a reason why you should hate someone, as a reason why you should disenfranchise someone, you know, as a reason why you should you should ostracize someone because they don't like the version of sex that you like. People are starting to see through that shit, but. They still do a good job. Billy Graham still got a standing ovation on his way to the casket. And I just feel like he did not deserve one. He was not a good person. He may have done good things for some people, but like his overall thoughts were kind of disgusting. From what I read, like maybe these, you know, these stories are false about Billy Graham and they're just lying on him. But if what, if, if, if what, I'm reading that came out of his mouth is true. He was not a good person and he should not be um, praised because of his life's work. When his life's work included, you know, ostracizing people who he who he said God said are are an abomination, you know. And then, like I said, also, like I said, why not? be more vocal about the plight of black folks around that time, Billy Graham. Why not? You've got a huge voice, a huge platform. You you, all these people look up to you. Why not use that platform to say, hey, let's try to get some, you know, some uh, some better civil rights 
action going on around here. You know, he chose to stay silent on that, but he wanted to open up his fucking mouth when it came to abortion and shit. But he don't have nothing to say when it comes to, you know, uh, um, um, segregation and shit. So, I'm sorry. I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical. Um, I don't think the guy deserved any of the, you know, the love and 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 praise that he received. I just, I just don't think it was warranted, in my opinion. Um, you can argue. We can fight. Um. Send it to the email though. <laughs> so, as we all know, there was another school shooting in America. Um, and of course, right on cue, the right immediately claims that this shouldn't be politicized so soon after all the kids got killed, right? Um, and also right on cue, the right says that this isn't a gun issue at all. It's a lunatic issue. You know what I mean? That's just like saying like rape isn't a man issue. It's a penis issue. Like what the fuck are you talking about? The whole, like, I'm not about to sit on here and have this gun debate. I've been having this shit all week and I haven't gotten any like sound arguments as to why we should still mass produce for the civilian population mass produce military style assault weapons i just do you cannot you cannot make a cogent enough argument to 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 for that to make sense like a good friend of mine that i work with you know she says all the time you know, guns were made, they were originally manufactured to kill. That's literally the point of a car. And I mean, not the point of a car, the point of a gun. And I say car because a lot of people are saying, well, um, X amount of people die because of cars every day. Should we ban cars? And I'm just like. If that's not the stupidest shit I ever heard. Okay. So this water. <laughs> Are we going to ban water? People drown all the time. Shut the fuck up. That argument makes no sense. And I feel like when people know that they can't make an intelligible argument to make their case, they just start pulling at straws. And this is where we need to start shutting down these stupid-ass arguments. We shouldn't be talking to people just because they have an opinion. I refuse to listen to somebody's opinion if they're fucking stupid. If you're not making any sense, why should I have to respect your argument? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have an opportunity to make your argument. But if you're telling me that, oh, you know, cars kill people, maybe we should ban those too. That means that you should not be a part of the discussion. You should be in timeout or in like the kitty chair, like with the kids, like discussing shit with the kids. You shouldn't be talking to grownups because that's not something a grown up would, would say and, and mean. So, you know, you, you shouldn't be allowed to talk to grownups. You should go sit in a fucking corner with babies and talk to them about gun control because you are 
first of all, you're not only not helping, you're hindering any real conclusion that we may arrive at because you're just throwing wrenches into the machine trying to fucking clog trying to clog it up so just you know uh, oh are we going to ban cars what the f people are seriously making that argument i know it sounds crazy people but there are people out here who are making the argument that guns and cars are Pretty much on the same playing field as far as killing machines. <clears throat> yeah. Because the guy's like, oh, in Germany, some some ISIS member drove a truck into a crowd of people. That's true. But I bet you you couldn't you couldn't sit up in a 40 story hotel room and throw trucks on people and kill them you can't throw trucks and kill massive amounts of people you can run into a crowd but at some point the truck stops right boom and then you can see a truck you know barreling towards you at some point you know you can't see a bullet from 40 feet up Hitting people in the fucking back, the face, the head. You know, you know, just think about that, you know, that Las Vegas shit. You know, come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm just kind of done arguing with people about, especially these, well, about, you're not going to take my goddamn gun with my goddamn amendments. You're one of my amendments, my first and second amendment. These fucking dumb gun tards. I don't even call them fuck tards. I talk, call them gun tards. All they care about is God and guns. He ain't gonna take my guns. He ain't gonna take my God away. It's my God given right. It's it's disgusting, man. It's disgusting. This the the Americans' infatuation with guns is like, whoa. We love guns way too much, man. Way too much. Like I think we have like. What, like six, seven percent of the world's people and like 80 percent of the world's assault rifles It's like it doesn't make fucking sense, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about that whole gun debate. But it's just. It's just really frustrating, man, because people are going to continue to die. We can. We can sit here and, you know, and, and act all peachy and, and, and nice like, you know, Congress is going to pass some type of gun law that, but this, this will never, this won't stop. Um, we'll have another mass shooting soon. You guys can quote this episode. Um, I believe this is episode five, um, March 6, 2018. You can quote this episode. We will, I repeat, we will have another mass shooting and it will be soon because we are infatuated with guns and this seems to be the new fad to go and shoot up a school. I'm not sure why these people go shoot up schools, but that's just kind of where they go to let out their frustration or I don't know, like, I, I don't know, but. School shootings will not stop. It's very sad. Very, very sad. Um, how about some Trump talk? Um, let's get into some Trump talk. 
Oh man, Trump talk. This is always um <laughs> This is always depressing. Um you know that whole Russia investigation is really ramping up. And I don't know, man. It's like Obviously me being who I am, I wholeheartedly believe that well, I, like there's no reason to believe that there was Russian meddling in the 2000, you know, 17 election. That's been proven. Like there definitely was Russian intervention into our political process last year. That's not even a question. That's demonstrably true, right? However, some people are still holding, you know, withholding judgment on whether, you know, the president and the administration had anything to do with it. And I I just feel like it's it's just kind of naive to think that Trump had zero knowledge about anything involving Russian collusion. I think if you are really dead set on Trump not being guilty, I don't think it's anything Trump can do for you to say that he's not the good the best person for the job. Because even if even if he wasn't, you know, directly involved, he's lying about something. His entire inner circle seems to know something about Russia. Like he seems to be the only person that does it. Come on, man. Like just be for real. That's not even fucking possible. It's not even possible. But we have a shitty criminal justice system, so nothing will probably happen to him. Um, I doubt if he gets impeached. Um, I believe that the people in Congress are afraid of him. Um, he's a bully. He will routinely like try and politically assassinate you if you stand up for yourself pretty much or question any of his his tactics at all so i i I really don't think it's 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 any way to kind of get him out of office um so i think he's going to be here for three more years i know a lot of people are are dead set on this whole impeachment thing i just don't think that's happening but yeah man this whole this whole russian thing is 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 fucking taking off man it's taking off, and I can't wait to see what happens, man. You know, the whole the whole Stormy Daniels thing kind of just, just kind of went away. Uh, the president of the United States was was um having sex with a porn star while married and paid her off to stay silent. The story still came out, and it the story's over. It was out for a day, and now it's gone. And that is just mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling to me. Like, why does he not get held to the same standards as everyone else? And it's like, and like race aside and power aside, what about what's best for everybody? Because 
him being president is making some people suffer. And I don't mean like the people at the bottom. I mean like, you know, power brokers in the U.S. Congress. Like, he's fucking them up too. So why are they still not, like, putting him on blast, man? It's just... It's just very frustrating, man. Um, Trump hasn't done too much this week, man. Um, he hasn't done too much this week, man. I'll, I'll lay off of him. He was, you know, he went to Twitter. He took to Twitter. He's always, he's always going to Twitter, man, talking about some, he was, he was speaking about, apparently North Korea and South Korea had a meeting, um, the first meeting they had in, in, you know, in over a decade. So, of course, Trumpito chimed in and had something to say you know something to the effect of oh it, it looks like we're you know we're finally making some progress uh but even if we don't america is there to fucking crush whoever i'm like dude get the f- what is this dude's problem man yeah that's it for Trump talk, man. This dude's this dude is just a lunatic, and well, <laughs> he's a lunatic, man. I guess we just have to wait and see. Um, have to wait and see what happens next. Um, this is a pretty short episode, guys. Um, I got a lot going on. I promise, I promise, I promise, I will be back. If not this Friday with the with the new episode this Friday, I'll definitely have a new episode out by next Friday. Um. Like I said, there's a lot of crap going on, guys. Um, I'm trying to get a a rhythm here, you know, a rhythm, just so I can get this, get this, get these episodes out as as fast as possible, so you guys can, you know, listen to them and chime in on them. So, um, definitely keep keep listening, keep sending me emails, keep responding to the show on Facebook. I really appreciate all that stuff, and um. I believe that's it. I don't think I have any other topics I wanted to talk about. Um, oh, I did want to talk about one thing. <laughs> and and then I'm going to leave it at this. Russia um, just tested a, <laughs> a nuclear missile and they named it the Bride of Satan. And I'm just like, if you... We're looking for a name to attach to a massive killing mechanism. I think the Bride of Satan fits. <laughs> if you, if you, you know, I, I, I think it, I think it fits. I, I think it fits pretty good. Um, um, fuck Russia though. They're crazy. Putin is a fucking raging maniac. Um, and now he has a nuclear missile called the Bride of Satan. Um, good luck, everybody. <laughs> um, I think I'm signing off. Uh, this is the Reasonable Skepticism Podcast, and I am the Reasonable Skeptic. Peace. Peace.